0: They're checking cherubim pots strewn strategically along the daily. Charter boys are tying paranoasters in preparation for the fray. Tinnies are being towed to target on the Arnhem Highway. Over in Gove, they're rigging up teasers for the big boys. There's an air of anxious optimism at
1: harbourside
0: boat
2: ramps. As launch time moves. And in the front bar of the top Tales from the Tinny regrets to advise that the Tinny will no longer be broadcast from the pub, nor the cafe, restaurant, museum, social or sports gathering, art and craft fair, or any place where their general lack of personal hygiene may be deemed a public health risk to others. By decree of the Australian Broadcasting Corporation, they are now officially quarantined and banished to work from home. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oi,
4: Andy! <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, sorry. What it's are you doing? Getting a bit of shut eye, mate. I was a bit weary.
3: But you still got your headphones uh, on, man. So the, what? Th- there's drool on the microphone.
4: Uh, I know. And it's the middle of the tinny. Oh, yeah. Who's going to stop me, mate? We're working from home.
5: Tales from the tinny. You're right, actually.
3: I'll turn the fan on, eh?
4: Mm. Can you just fluff that pillow up for me a tiny bit more, please? I'll get back to it later, eh?
5: Working from home on ABC Radio Darwin and podcast.
3: <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but nah. That phrase, because we can, you're hearing that around here a lot at the moment on Tales and the Tinny with Tim and Andy as we continue. Well, they're calling us the Quarantini now. The quarantini is what they're uh, referring to us back at HQ. Did you know that, Andy? It's quite good, actually. I like it. Welcome to the quarantini like, as I we like it a lot. quarantine to the couch at home. And welcome aboard to you, Fishos, as we head into the most unusual Easter ever. What is an Easter without camping and getting pumped by storms? An Easter without fishing? Really? Without the boat? How, how, how dare this be the state of our lives? How dare this be the state of our world? Oh, the badmouth bunny! He'll be fuming. It'll be the death of him. Hang on, he's
4: he's, he's already dead. We we kill, killed him years ago. So you're not suggesting that we cancel Easter just like that, are you, Tim?
3: Well, I don't. No, we're not cancelling it.
4: Look, what happened to all your preaching last week about innovation, adapting, overcoming, and now you want to cancel I Easter? I don't want to
3: cancel. Look, I'm I'm not the bad guy here, sweetheart. Okay, it's not my fault. I haven't cancelled Easter. I know we've been on the
4: couch for while, brother, but <laughs> can we go with brother instead of sweetheart? We have become closer, <laughs> not socially, it, distantly closer. Last last listeners.
3: We, yeah, we're no, we we're still well well beyond one and a half meters. Physically away. distant, and we emotionally don't need a, connected. we don't need a megaphone anymore, and you will not be hearing it again. Oh, that thank I can promise. God for that. Look, we did mention last week though that we need someone to voice this because you and I and Warren Dewitt and and everyone else is getting sick to death of of, of hearing it. So. So Easter is not cancelled, Fishos, but this is the official advice.
2: In case you missed the memo, or have been our bottom bouncing at the trench for the last eight weeks, members of the Tinney Church are now hereby advised... To fish alone.
5: You are a great person and will love your own company. To fish
1: with someone who lives with you.
5: They've proven they can tolerate you.
1: To maintain social distancing.
5: You stink. Have you noticed?
1: To not congregate with other land-based anglers.
5: No one likes a congregating land-based angler.
1: To not get in a boat with people you do not live with.
5: Who knows where their tackle has been.
1: To not wet a line if you are sick or under
2: quarantine.
5: Seriously, are you a complete (laughs) f***ing idiot?
2: Written and authorised by Tales from the Tinny.
5: Hope that's clear now.
4: Yep, crystal clear. So we'll just repeat that wherever it feels appropriate. Um, that's the plan, is it? Yeah, yeah.
3: Just drop it in whenever someone mentions about going fishing. We just pop that in off the back.
4: Okay, so just to confirm, Easter's not cancelled. It's just that if you do choose to do Easter, then you need to follow the rules. That's correct. Well, that's good, because I, for one, have promised my family a cracking Easter uh, camping and fishing break, within all the bounds of those rules, and, oh. so, and within the mandate of the Prime Minister... I'm bloody well going camping and fishing, I'm just going to do it at home.
3: Oh, you are going to, because that's what the Chief Minister advised, didn't he?
4: Yeah. Uh, He also said stay at home and eat chocolate. I'm not a huge chocolate fan. Um, They were talking about camping in your backyard. Yeah. I've tried that. It's going to be great. It's really boring. My little one's really (laughs) excited. In fact, I I may have kicked the Easter goal of my (laughs) lifetime, right? It's only theory, but we'll see how it goes next week. And that is, the little one and I camp in the camper trailer in the driveway, Uh. mum gets the whole house for Easter.
3: You're going to set up the camper trailer proper?
4: Oh, yeah, you betcha. Yeah, the barbecue and everything. So everyone wins is what you're saying? Everyone is a winner. Everyone kicks a goal. Except there's no fishing. Uh, Watch this space, Timothy Moore. You can
3: find, actually, by... (laughs) Really, I don't want to know. Uh, You can find out more details on where you can go fishing this Easter on the AFANT website and at Secure NT. So they've listed all the spots that are a goer and all the spots um, that aren't.
4: And Warren's warming the bench this week because he's sick of repeating the mantra too. Uh, although he has mentioned over previous weeks, Tim, that for the most part, mm. for the most part, everyone's doing the right thing with respect to physical distancing on boats. And if they don't, then the law could change with the flick of a switch. I think we've sort of got that message, haven't we? We all, we all love the Johnny. We talk about Johnny on the spot all the time on the tinny. But mm. what you don't want to be is the little Johnny who... Uh, who stuffed it. Who sort of stuffs it for everyone. The little
3: Johnny who laid a turd on the spot.
4: Correct. or And then
3: everybody else stepped in it
4: yes. uh, and, and had to bathe in it. Or, or sneaks a silent but deadly out in class and then gets the whole class detention. Okay, that's not exactly. okay. That is
3: not the little Johnny we're
4: after. That is not okay.
3: Meanwhile, Beard's got something new on the boil over at his self-quarantine den of filth, <laughs> which it's becoming. Another interview, perhaps, from the red maggoty bin. Another bin-to-view, Beard. Eh? Hey?
6: All right, the innovation continues this week. This is going to be an instructional on how to rig a microphone on a fishing rod. What's this rod rated to? 10 to 15 kilo. Sweet. First step, take lure off rod. Next step, attach microphone to line. Gaffer tape. I think it's 50 pound. Maybe 80-pound leader. All right, tape it up well. Oh-ho-ho. Beauty. Plug in mic cable. Cable stays loose. Loosen the drag a bit. Leave the ratchet on for maximum effect. And bring it
0: up and lower down. Bring it up and lower down.
6: The fishing rod microphone setup is ready. Who's going to take the lure? Hey? this is the mic that they're hanging from the fishing line it's a little bit unwieldy pretty hard to keep it still so the basic idea being that the fisho walks up to the gate and I dangle this in front of their face and they don't have to touch it mind you, because it's so unwieldy it's pretty hard to stay still the chances of it bopping them on the head are pretty high all i right, got to do is I hold the rod still as still as possible it's like teabagging a little vibe over a snag, sort of. we'll oh, see how it goes.
4: Oh, I thought he was getting desperate last week. But yeah, that was desperate, wasn't it? <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, mate. Like, we are all going to be fitter, wittier and more innovative than ever when we get to the other side of this magical and highly <laughs> talked about bridge. <laughs>
3: I'll check in with you on the other side and see if you are actually any fitter, fitter, wittier or what did you say, more
4: innovative? More innovative, yeah. Yeah,
3: I had to drop Beard around some tech gear this week which I threw over the fence and then just yelled out, you know, because he's in isolation. Yeah, Beard! Uh, And all I got back was, um, where's the beer and chips you promised? Not even a g'day. You never delivered them, did you, Andy?
4: No, I didn't. Um, I felt that a welfare check phone call was more time and money Uh, Conscious, and so I got Beryl from Beyond (laughs) Barrett.
3: Lazy, in other words.
4: Yeah, no, Beryl. No, there's some theory behind this. Beryl coached me up uh, on how best to speak to Fisho Jerno Isos, who have had to sort of recede from the pristine ABC studio and you know free up their ability to basically hunt for talent like Beard normally does. You know, free bound, and then all of a sudden he's absolutely restricted where his sort of greatest assets now, Maggot Field, wheelie bin, and half a dozen rolls of gaffer tape. Beryl's advice was to ditch the six-pack and the chip idea and yeah. just give him a call and see how he's going. So that's what I did. We, well, had, that was we had a good l- long chat.
3: That was a lot of work put
4: into you not buying a six-pack and chips. Well, 30-cent phone call. Time's are tough, Tim. Yeah, and B- if Beryl says, six if,
3: if, in these times, if Beryl from Beyond Barra says it,
4: we do it. Yeah, it's, co- it's called teamwork, mate. You've, you know that? Teamwork makes the dream work. Have you heard of that? Mm, I heard of it. Just say it with me, Tim.
3: Okay, I'm saying it. Teamwork makes, makes the, the dream, dream work. work. And we're here for the teamwork on tails from the Tenny. We realised we were just surrounded by boofing barramundi. Chaos ensued. Where's the boogers? Where's the pliers? It's my net. Get over me. Get
4: under me. Hang on, mine's out the back. It was nuts.
0: Tales from the Tenny. Get a mother-
4: well, it was Forrest Gump, Tim, who said that life is like a box of chocolates. and the, the this, same... this, this better be good, Andy. <laughs> It'll be good. If you're quoting Forrest Gump, this, this better be damn good. It's going to be a ripper. Um, because <laughs> here's why. Because the same principle applies when you're fishing the reefs. Can what? target certain species, like one would target the Turkish Delights or the, you know, the I pineapple see. softy things. Or the coconut ruffies. Or the coconut roughies, whatever. I see what
3: you're doing. Those little pineapple chocolates are the Goldie because they're quite yummy.
4: That's right. So you don't know what you're going to get if you don't look, and that's exactly what happens. You might get a Goldie or a GT Reds. You might get a Coral Trout. Hmm. Well, Those stupid clinkers... They're but the mother-in-law fish. They're
3: they're terrible. They are a mother-in-law.
4: Actually, this is good because every fish could be a- accustomed to a particular
3: chocolate. Well, this was your idea. I'm just trying to help support you. You quoted Frost Gump. You're gone in deep.
4: Well, you've you've helped I'm me. Just, you've I'm helped just me go here. the next level now. So I'm I love Turkish delight actually. So for me, they're the coral trout of the chocolate box. Okay, that's good. So Sean rolled the chocolate box, the <laughs> piscatorial dice, out on the blue water, and he pulled up actually more than he bargained for. Something not even Willy Wonka himself would have included <laughs> in the standard box of chocolates. How
3: dare, how
4: dare you push these
3: analogies that far?
7: Hello, it's Sean here from Darwin. Myself, uh, the wife and my stepkid. I'm we a bottom bouncing just off the uh, north of the witch's nose because the Billfish Comp was cancelled. Just using squid, trying to get a feed for the esky and a few of our older friends that are doing it a bit tough in this crisis, so went out and got a feed for all them as well. We hadn't caught one all day and we had a boat fishing with us and they they were catching them all around us. My line just went a bit slack after getting a few bites and I thought to myself, this is a bit weird, talking to them, this is not, something's not right here. So slowly started winding it up, thinking uh, this is all a bit strange. And then uh, the line sort of went a bit tight towards the back of the boat. And one hell of a splash and I thought, oh, bloody tax man, here we go. And they all started laughing and jinxing me and things like that. And give it a bit more uh, oomph and out popped this one hell of a size marlin. So, yeah, he sort of dusted me pretty quickly. We were anchored up and everything else, luckily. Definitely not what I expected when you just got a little squid head on your uh, padernostia rig. Fishing the bottom he come up he shocked us all one hell of a splash our friends in the other boat seen the splash and heard all the commotion
8: and the fact that you were at anchor what could potentially go wrong there if that marlin just takes off
7: oh look he would have done me i was completely undergun for something that size because i didn't have my billfish gear there i was only fishing with a little small leg beater just for bottom fishing <laughs> so yeah he would have he would have had about two 300 yards of 30 pound braid following him around
8: how common is it for a marlin to take a squid?
7: I've never had to take a squid bait. I've had him taking my little Qantas lures while we're trawling for Mackies and that, but I've never had him take a bottom bashing squid bait. Probably opportunity couldn't resist. It wasn't foul hook, because it was in the corner of the mouth where I got in. And yeah, it was pretty exciting for a little while. We had a great day out there. Plenty of turtles as normal that everyone sees, but we came across a big pot of orcas as well. It's a good sign out there and keeps the kids amused looking for things. um, Yeah, it was a bit of excitement for the day.
3: Marlin on a squid head, hey? A marlin would be like those those little chocolate jelly
4: man things. Like, what about a bullet, a chocolate bullet, stick face? Oh, yeah. piece of licorice? No, licorice is terrible. Anything with aniseed
3: should never be combined with chocolate. (laughs)
1: across the vast expanses of the wild and untamed top End, Intrepid Tinny correspondents risk rampage and ridicule from crewmates to bring you the truth. Incoming, incoming,
9: incoming. Hey yeah, g'day boys, it's um it's Haggis here. I'm in isolation, out here on my block at Old Road. Thank Christ it's twenty acres. I get to walk around a bit, so I've got plenty of time on my hands, so I um have, having twenty acres is a fair bit of grass, I've been Mowing grass and pulling weeds and watching the grass grow and mowing it. It's going to burn a few logs, but the rain would have put, put them out. So, anyway, she's all good. Lots of people worse off than what we are. I put pen to paper, and knocked up a bit of a poem, and uh, called it the dreaded lurgy. So, uh, here it is. It's runoff time of year. you could call it that the wet was rather piss poor in fact i'd call it crap but there's something more important has landed in our mist and when talking about corona I'm talking virus not bottled piss they're dying like flies that's what we're led to believe so be weary of any bastard with sniffles or a sneeze now us fishos, we're a hardy lot we've been through all kinds of shit fought lizards in the dead of night trying to steal our fish been stranded at low tide, the midges rather thick. Had heated yarns at boat ramps with ignoramus pricks. Been bogged to the arse on floodplains, trying to reach our secret spot. Just to find some bastard air, but that's a fish-o's lot. At the moment I'm in quarantine. The lures collecting dust, cobwebs in the boat, the trailer showing rusts. So to each and every one of you, listen to what I say. It'll take time, be patient, we'll get to fight another day. As sure as God made little fishies, we'll come out the other end. Could end up a this head. Maybe time to phone a friend. Watch old movies, reminisce. Write a poem if you're bored. Train the dog. Talk to the missus if you're really clutching straws. But whatever you do, do it safe. It will put us to the test. These are trying times, but we'll get through. We're fishos. We're the best. (laughs) Alright, I'll go chase the grass.
3: Yeah, nice, Haggis. Real, real nice. You know when you're down in the dumps over the state we're in this Easter, who better to drag you out of the doldrums than the dozer-driving poet laureate
4: from Albino, Hackus? And Tim, I'm advised, because they do ring the couch here a couple of times a day just to update us on the state of the plants in uh, Tinny HQ foyer. Oh, yeah. So I'm that advised... your job to water. Yes. Are they dead yet? <laughs> Apparently they're not doing too well, but... What he is doing well is uh, Haggis's poem. It's playing on the internal speakers on repeat up at level seven with Beryl from beyond <laughs> Barra as she counsels the endless plethora of fishos through these very trying times. We should, should add, Tim, that um, as Beryl hasn't been able to leave the seventh floor since this all began, she's now going to charge a small fee for the consults. Uh, and that's is she? A, yeah, a couple of fillets of coral trout, goldie or mangrove jack. And if you can just deliver that up to the kitchen, that's the level above. We get a cut on that? Uh, no, this is straight to barrel. apparently. They're all starting to do their own deals things were operating. So, this is what happens when the leadership disappears. And I'd almost forgotten HQ even exists, to be honest. Oh, that's leadership.
10: <laughs> come on,
11: come on. Come on. Come on.
3: Come on. I am not f- losing you. Yes.
0: Oh my god. Yes.
8: Oh, you little river. Yes! Tales from the Tinny.
3: Yes! Well, obviously, Fishos, this is a tough time for us all, and particularly those members of the church who um, who earn a living from fishing. The, the many tour guides across the top end who have always been really, really generous um, with supporting us and the church. It's no doubt bloody tough, including for blokes like um, Captain Glenn Watt of Barefoot Fishing Safaris. How are you, Waddy?
11: Good morning, Tim. I'm quite well. I'm actually, you know, different to most most of the time when we'd catch up this time of year, I'm sitting in the aircon at the moment, which is is a pleasant change. You'd
3: normally be on some big mothership adventure about now, wouldn't you?
11: I I was planning on being, you know, floating around down at Charlie's Creek on the daily right now, Um, but not to be. So, you know, we've got other things we can do, though.
3: How have you been navigating it?
11: Yeah, well, it's a tricky one um, for us because... It's probably, it's, a, it's going to be a bit longer prospect than six months for a lot of the guides. I know myself and a few of the other lads I've spoken to, and we are in regular contact. It's a pretty good little community. and um, Even though we do sort of, we work for ourselves, um, we're not true opposition to each other, and it's a bit of a gang. So we've been keeping in touch. And, and the issue that we face is that, so I've postponed 15 of my extended charters um, through to maybe later this year if we can get going again or next year um, which is fine but then that, that also takes up our potential bookings for next year as well so we're probably looking at a couple of years of recovery from this um, but at the same time it's you know like we're really grateful to the clients to, to enable us to have flexibility and, and to to postpone these trips rather than to have cancellations and, and full refunds and be lining up at Centrelink you know so um, everyone's giving and taking which is which is really good I'm lucky that I've got some um, some other stuff that I do to keep myself sane I, a couple of years ago I was going through a bit of a bad bad stint and um, and I got into rod building and I'm back into it now and it's it's actually a really good one for you your mental health, and and um, keep the hand out of the beer fridge at nine o'clock in the morning. be <laughs> tempting when you're in lockdown,
3: mate. We're well, we're we're doing the tinny from home, and that beer fridge squeals at us at all hours of the day. Uh, it's yeah. it, it, it squeals. You can just hear it snickering. In I know. I know. It's, bars, a, it's, it's,
11: of of water. it's like the beady <laughs> little
3: black eyes of the bush. Shook around the corner. That little bar fridge snickering, laughing in our face. That's
11: right. So no, I've been. I've. Uh, i have been i i the caravan back from Daly River um, the day before they closed the road last week. Actually, so I was lucky. Cleaned out all the fishing gear and, and set up the rod building stuff again. So it's it's not so much an income stream, but it's something to to keep me busy until I come up with a with an answer, which is the tricky thing at the moment for everyone. You know, like I was saying to you off air, Tim. But, I'm usually pretty good at figuring out how to fix stuff, but this one's got me stumped at the moment. So I'm just waiting for that inspiration.
4: And Waddy, I see that you uh, you did actually get out on the water, technically, for a flick recently, didn't you?
11: Yeah, well, that's right. Virtually, you'll say. Virtually uh, oh, was that was, perfect... was that the flick well, in the pool? Yeah. yeah. Something for me to continue that conversation with with my guys um, o- online, and I think it's good for everyone if you know there's going to be some quirky stuff that comes out of this and and um and some innovations and stuff and it's good if we can you know everyone's spending a lot of time on social media and things that if you can actually get something constructive out of your time sitting on the couch in isolation it's a real benefit so um yeah i encourage anyone to who, who wants to know anything that i don't have to make up too many lies about um just hit us up and i'll i'll I'll, um, I'll spin a bit of a yarn like the, the how to twitch a barrel. Or that, there's nothing in that for me. It's, just a, it's a good thing for, for people to be aware of and, and it helps people maybe prepare for their trips for next year. I mean, we're all in it together, so if we can share a bit of knowledge while we're, we're a bit down and out and improve our skills and, and get ready for the next trip out, whenever that might be, that, that's good for everyone.
3: Yeah, we have already seen the great innovation of the church from fishing with the dog, so giving the dog a chicken, and then letting it run to fishing virtually via the TV from a GoPro footage from the front console of the boat um clapping down the daily so you're virtually fishing yep, on the telly fishing. we've seen people quite literally catching fish out of their own fish tanks and <laughs> and and putting the whole tinny and firing up the 40 horse two stroke in the pool so it is that time when we need to think outside the box and resist the great uh, omnipresent temptation of the beer fridge waddy
11: <laughs> absolutely and there's not only i mean rod building can be a bit of a, an expensive thing to get into if you haven't got all the gear but it doesn't cost you much to go and grab a bit of old woolly butt stick out from the garden and, and a knife and, and start whittling your own um your own darwin harbour bomber twitch and lure as well you know so there is a lot of things you can do without um without actually being on the water it's a good point to probably check your wheel bearings and um and the brake caliper bolts so they don't rattle off next time we go down Shaden Camp Road and, and all these sort of things. We, we, we're always complaining that we don't have enough time, Tim, but I can tell you now, now we, don't we have do. Time right now. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Very true words, Waddy. I described it to someone the other day really as just like a double head of wet season, a time when you just move through that list of things to do and get ready for the other side because there will be the other side. That's the positive part about it. Mate, thanks for talking to us and um, do your best to try and sort of stay away from that beer fridge till at least sort of 10 a.m.
11: Ten, yeah, okay. I was going for 930, but I was there for ten. <laughs> see you man. Good on you guys, see ya. Whoa! Hey link, <laughs> like,
1: comment
2: I post and follow. Shoot it right. Share it upload. Shout it. Give us a
3: hoy give us a hoy about anything that's going on, uh, fishing at abc.net.au is the email address or abc tales from the tinny
4: on Facebook. You can also note that the unique number for the million dollar tag for season five is this. Well, oh, they've released it. Standby. It is Sierra 5 5- dash Mike Delta Foxtrot 5501. This tag is now added to the existing five unique tags and we know that they all remain live through the off season of the competition making it six basically six cracks at winning a million bucks.
3: Okay, and as soon as if, if one's caught, all the others will
4: revert back re-
3: to 10 grand to a 10 grand. Okay, so, so the new number is S5MDF5501. The others are 1469, 2656, 3556, 4540 and 4663. However, we are not encouraging you to rampantly go out and about Unnecessarily, uh, with hordes of people in your boat, uh, but millimetres from one another, targeting the six million dollar fish.
2: In case you missed the memo or have been our bottom bouncing at the trench for the last eight weeks, members of the Tinney Church are now hereby advised to fish alone.
5: You are a great person and will love your own company.
1: To fish with someone who lives with you.
5: They've proven they can tolerate you.
1: To maintain social distancing.
5: You stink, have you noticed?
1: To not congregate with other land-based anglers.
5: No one likes a congregating land-based angler.
1: To not get in a boat with people you do not live with.
5: Who knows where their tackle has been?
1: To not wet a line if you are sick or under quarantine.
5: Seriously, are you a complete you idiot.
2: Written and authorised by Tales from the Tinny.
3: Yeah, I don't know how many times we're going to get away with playing that, but look, at least we don't have to say it. Somebody else is saying it. Yeah, for
4: it's, a, it. It. it's easier on the listeners' ears. Um, Sue Little gave us a hoy <laughs> on the Facebook visitors' post. <laughs> or, or is it? High Church Goers. Last Wednesday, I finished work and was on the water with Popeye. That's David Pope uh, in the afternoon. They bagged out on Dewey's back at the ramp late at night. She says, uh, My lucky hat helped it was part of a prize pack a few years ago from ABC Darwin. Great. So thanks, ABC Darwin. You are most welcome, Sue. Um, and I might add that the stickers uh, took some of the DNA from that ABC hat and have ha- we've sort cultured of... Cultured it. We've cultured it. Mm. So imagine the power of a sticker if you're loving your hat. Anyway, this is Hoy Not Stickers, so I'm not going to confuse it. Despite even, the fact you just had Even though I just did, yeah. Anyhow, uh, from Glenn Imber... He's actually caught a croc in a crab net. Here's uh, a good yeah, one. That's always good fun. Yeah, I thought the crab pot was heavy, he said. Uh, turns out it was. The only thing we caught for the day was this croc, and it was safely released by cutting the underside of the net on one edge and then just spinning the pot around with the weight of the croc, just to allow it uh. to slip out. So, yes, no social distancing, he says, with this little fella. He was pretty feisty.
3: And a random act of kindness to wrap us up from Rab, who says, I cannot save the world from coronavirus – But I might just be able to repair the mental health of just a few. I've got about 12 fishing rods I'm willing to give to anyone in the at-risk group if they want to just get away and try to get some of their own tucker. I've had them for over 10 years and uh, never caught a bloody thing, but that doesn't mean you won't. So contact the tinny if you want to take up that lovely offer from Rab. Shoot it. Share it.
0: Shout
5: it. Give us a point.
2: across
1: the vast expanses of the wild and untamed top end, intrepid tinny correspondence risk ramp rage and ridicule from crewmates to bring you the truth. Incoming,
10: incoming, incoming. Hello all you tinny heads, uh, it's Hannah and Dwayne here on Groot Island. Just thought we'd put in a bit of a report of... Hey, um... hey, hey, you mad bastards. <laughs> Thanks Dwayne. Some people are still in isolation as we know at the moment, so when we can go out on the water, we're trying to do it as much as possible, keeping our distance, but we sleep in the same bed, so I think we can fish in the same boat as well. We'll be fine with that. Yeah. So we went out last weekend, went across to the mainland, up a couple of creeks.
12: Um, And we've done pretty well. We've got a good swag of Barra. And I think we did well for the new kids on the block.
10: Yeah, new kids to Ireland, first comp, happens to be barra comp. We know barra fishing. It's our forte.
12: And um, yeah, we did well, hey. You um, kicked my ass on the first day.
10: Yes, I think the term is shellacked you.
12: So yes, you are. shellacked
10: um, you up and down the creek.
12: I got a good amount of fish and you kicked my ass.
10: Yes. I think you would have caught more fish if you weren't netting all the fish I was catching.
12: Unhooking, photographing. We got out of that creek before we got locked into that creek and went and found another one. and Got locked in there. Got in that one. And then...
10: Another massive storm.
12: Absolutely shagged. Like literally not metaphorically shagged. Oh! Nature
10: called and it's night (laughs) time. And you're like, it's okay, it's dark. But the phosphorus in the water <laughs> is very bright up here. And so when you... Like a little halo. When you throw the bucket, <laughs> the the contents of the bucket overboard, you can see what's happening around it. Yeah. And so that was a bit confronting personally.
12: Flogged back across the... Um, Archipelago to get back to Groot. Big waves, getting smashed. We so, were like radio riding that mother.
10: Yeah.
12: Send it, fifty k and into these big waves.
10: Airborne. When I saw the whole boat airborne and just the motor. <laughs> send it. Still touching. I was a bit scared a couple of times. But the moral of the story as well is, who was the better fisher person on the weekend of the competition between yourself and myself?
12: I gotta swallow my pride. I got my ass handed to me. Yes you got
10: it, babe. And what a cute little ass it is, too. So
12: you ended up with champion female angler.
10: Yes, on I the did. Group
12: comp and we and both, together, we got the senior team. We, El
10: Timo. El
12: Timo. So we 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 knocked off the big guns. Oh. And so we have one question for the church. Uh, if this was the only official Barra comp run in the Northern Territory... I'm sure
10: there was another one.
12: Is it that possible that Hannah and I are Northern Territory's premier Barra champions? I mean, the Nationals close, because I was going in that. That's Can Classics, Can Kakadu Clash, that's Can. I guess the Big Horse Creek, it'll be Can too. We could be the champions. We might have been Compain.
10: I think, <laughs> you, I think you're a bit ahead of yourself
3: here, mate. Good on you, Mob. New to the island and taken out the Barracomp. That was the weekend before last. Uh, as to your claim for being the reigning Territory Champions by default because no other Territory Championship or competition has been or will be run... I think that's a fair call Andy yeah nah oh come on Dwayne and Hannah are undoubtedly the greatest fisher folk fisherman and fisherwoman of 2020 they've taken out campaign and Peter Cooper together in one foul swoop
4: yeah well I guess credit where credits due Tim yeah. exceptional fishers. the best in the territory All Jules. Jules. So you might remember, fishos. Last week we were talking about Beard's innovative new ways of doing interviews with fishos whilst maintaining physical distance. First, there was the shouting interview with Hubble. You
6: have to speak up, Hubble, because I, I can't actually hear you. You're a little yep, bit too far. Okay. Away. How's that? Yeah, it's good. It's Is good. that better? Yeah. The neighbours are going to love this interview.
4: More miss than hit, you'd have to say. Then there was the questionnaire, where basically the fisho interviews themselves.
12: Next question. Is Orange really your last name? Yes, it is. Really? Yes, that is my last name.
4: (laughs) Also not really described as a clinic success. Now, Beards had an epiphany. I loved it. Well, he's decided to rig a microphone on a fishing line and then daggling from the rod tip over the fence. So social distance maintained, uh, tick. Uh, But I can't see it going all that well, Tim.
6: (laughs) The person that's coming to the uh, tinny to chat today is very much known to the tinny. But she hasn't been interviewed via this method before. Don't be scared, Melita. Move on in.
8: Wow. That's impressive.
6: I'm going to lower it down to you a bit. Hang on, I've got to loosen the drag. Here we go. Coming down. Coming down. I'll try to keep it as still as possible so it doesn't... very distracting. Buff you in the head. Just pretend it's not there. Okay. Should I get it swinging, or do you want to stand a little bit closer? (laughs) You managed to get out fishing with Jace on the weekend. Where'd you go? Uh,
8: Look, we took three days to go to Adelaide River, Harbour, Down Harbour, and because Corroboree was open, I had to go and have a look.
6: I'm going to guess that you got into toga massively.
8: No, no, look, it was hard because the water levels are really high there. Plenty of lilies up on the flood plains with plenty of water, so... The fish have got, obviously gone there too. We were lucky enough to find a, just a patch. Yeah, soothe my soul catching some Saratoga. Weedless plastics? Yeah, I had a hit on a hard body, just off the lilies, and then, yeah, back to my weedless soft plastics, and, of course, came through.
6: Paint a little bit of a picture for us about how Corroboree is actually looking.
8: It's the highest I've seen it, but I haven't gone out this early before. Not as clean as... I would have hoped to have seen it. Yeah. Uh, the rock hole was really disappointing. Uh, the cuttings are still hard to get through. Dirty, plenty of weed growing. There's gonna, I think there's going to be a lot of lily in there this year. The main billabong, again, lots of water around, lots of lilies in the back, but it didn't actually get a flush. Like It looked beautiful right now, but not hopeful for the end of the year.
6: But you got into some toga. What
8: kind of size? 55 and Jason's was a little bit smaller I think I missed a bigger one but yeah it was just the two and very exciting I've struggled <laughs> this year to get Barra so <laughs> the Saratoga made me feel much better and being able to find it was um, in so much water was great. Well,
6: let's go on to Barra because Barra were caught on this trip take us to the Adelaide.
8: Okay so the Adelaide we went to the Wilkshire's number two nice neat tides. Wasn't huge numbers of fish around though
6: Yeah, much bait? Yeah.
8: Little bit of bait around, but no scaredy bait They were all just hanging around having a lovely little time lolling there in the sticks Casting hard bodies into timber Yeah, Jason, Jason caught the fish J- Jason caught the fish? Jason caught all the fish Th-
6: Sorry, the reason I'm surprised about that is because someone else was posing with that fish that, and that someone else was you Yes What's the go there?
8: Jason always makes fish look small. Doesn't Why? matter I don't know, he just holds them funny. I hold them better.
6: <laughs> so, he's not a, he's not a small fella. I know, can see how that would how that might happen.
8: Didn't matter what I did, I moved the camera, I moved myself, moved him and I just the photos just weren't what I wanted. So we decided to swap and I just made it look bigger.
6: It's possibly the only situation in which it's okay to hold somebody else's fish.
8: Yeah, I don't often do it. I get really upset about it, but I thought, <laughs> no, this time I'll do it for him and just to see what it feels like to hold a fish that big again. I've forgotten. Yeah. You know,
6: the other place, Jace, you know, looks sort of large-ish. I, I don't want to alarm you about this, Melita, but you realise he is on a billboard.
8: Do you realise he's on a bus? <laughs> <laughs> He's on a bus. He's on a bus.
6: I've not been out, mate. I haven't seen any buses. And your reaction when when that bus goes by?
8: There are no words. Do you wave at him? Yeah, look, I thought he was going to crash the car the other day because he saw himself on the bus (laughs) while driving.
6: (laughs) Hang on, Malita. i just got to rest my hands here for a bit. Hang on a minute. (laughs) How's it feel on your end? Do you you feel Uh, like I'm dangling a lure in front of your face?
8: I know how the fish feel now.
6: Oh, Christ, I'm going to give myself RSI. Phase three on this weekend mission was
8: harbour. Went out to Charles Point for a look out there. My electric motor no longer wants to spot lock, so we had to go old school and use that metal thing that goes in the water with a chain. That was your role? Jason got to have a turn at being the anchor.
6: All right, bus boy, you're on the anchor.
8: So you can imagine we didn't go to too many spots because no one likes pulling that anchor up after, certainly after you got used to using an electric motor. Sorry, mate. I've actually lost control. <laughs> think... it's, it's swaying uncontrollably. Are you really? I think you're actually trying to get me now.
6: Okay. <laughs> I swear I'm not. You're ducking and weaving like a, like a professional boxer there. All right, Charles Point. Continue.
8: We didn't do so well. I think we got one goldie out of there, a couple of javelin fish. Um, went to Ludmilla Creek, had a look there, pulled out a couple of little barra and a flathead.
6: When Jason and go out and they catch, and he actually mentions a javelin fish, that sort of makes me feel like I've got hope.
8: Uh, I hope that things turn around for me soon. So it was, it was a bit tough. Uh, we went out of Diner Beach and lots of boats and i have to say everyone was so well behaved and so good um
6: yeah social distancing, social done, distancing
8: well. done well it's probably the best use of the boat ramp i've seen in a long time people were just so good next mission easter weekend is coming up so we are currently planning for the weekend and what we can do i really want to go back to crobbery because i just I'm living in hope that I could actually pluck a nice barrel out of there as the water drops. Maybe.
0: Hang on. I'm getting the cramp again. Oh, good Lord. Oh, God. Hang on.
3: Jason Rogers, now known as Busboy, not even allowed to drive his own car anymore because he just can't take his eyes off himself. And where do we stand on this one, Andy? Uh, you, I think you've kind of got to visualise Melita having to arch her back up and talk up to this mic that Beard's got swinging around her face like a wrecking ball, like a recording wrecking ball.
4: I can't see that being WHS-friendly or approved, really. Since
3: since when's that been relevant, broadcasting the tinny from home?
4: Well, you're right. It's a very low priority. It's a low priority. It's still a priority because safety never takes a holiday, Tim. Oh, God, I gave you that one. Boom.
11: Are we going fishing today? Tails. Tomorrow. From the tinny. I'm a good girl, already.
4: Well, I wonder what Dwayne and Hannah are up to over on Groot. How's your um, end of the world um,
12: food survival going? What are you munging down on for dinner? Tonight?
10: Oh, well, right now you might be annoyed by a bit of our clutter. Um, they're just our chopsticks because uh Duane went out fishing yesterday, grabbed some a nice queenie, so we had it in the fridge to settle uh, overnight. I this
12: is this has been totally survival. Oh this yes. Is, this is totally just feeding us. And, so I've been and our for friends
10: and family five
12: days straight this week and yeah. putting some food in the fridge and
10: and the freezer and we've been doing care packages to people that are in isolation as yep. well. Dropping it off at the front door, leaving and everyone's
12: it, using fish people have used fish frames, some people have taken fish heads Yes.
10: some people just want the heads
12: so making some lovely fish curries and fish soups from heads Um, yep
10: and we we smoked some carcasses the other night as well
12: so we are dining down on some Japanese inspired cuisine some sashimi, queenie sashimi
10: uh, we're trying to keep sane out here and keep our friends and family sane too by giving them photos of us fishing if they can't go fishing themselves.
3: we
12: just got to do it for everyone.
3: Okay, now they're pushing it. Reigning fishing champion, sure. But you're also the Territory's greatest Samaritans as well. you you've got to go fishing as a community service to those less privileged than yourselves, helping out. Uh, all and sundry across
4: the archipelago. It's a long bow. Come on, you mob. Got it. The pool. This is it. Tim, the tinny's natural home. This is where we work from. Can we get in? Yeah,
3: man, go for it. That two forty volt cord you're dragging behind you is only single phase. I'm sure, my laptop will
8: love it. Tales from the tinny.
4: Silly summon! <laughs>
8: Finally making their own OH&S decisions from home. You can even have a leak. You can have a leak in the workplace,
3: right there, right now, if you want. to, okay, Have a leak at work, in the workplace.
5: On ABC Radio, Darwin and podcast.
3: Uh, that's
1: liberating.
0: Oh, for Christ's sakes, no, not there, you filthy pig, over there.
3: They're the couple who you'd be expecting to fish together at this time of the year during what's left of a runoff, um, Bolchi and Lats. But thanks to you-know-what, obviously they've had to rethink the latest trip, which ended up being a, um, a cracker. How are you, Bolchi? I'm
13: good, mate. I'm good. We uh, teamed up with Lats. Lats went in his boat. I went in mine. We, we headed down the Shady early, um, pulled up at the uh, checkpoint, passed our details, and away we went.
3: What did they ask of you at the checkpoint?
13: Uh, They basically discussed about the importance of biosecurity, uh, maintaining your your separation distance, uh, which is, you know, at a boat ramp, you're going to do that anyway sort of thing. But, um, you know, it's important to to play by the rules sort of thing so it doesn't uh, mess it up for other people. So that's what we did. Because if they get too many reports or, you know, too many people not doing it, Uh, doing the right thing, they'll just, you know, they'll close it off. So, and I don't want to be the one that is, uh caught up into that.
3: There's other advantages too, Bolchi, in that from what Lats told us about his underwear management on the last trip, you wouldn't want to be anywhere near that.
13: Yes, well, you might need to chat to him about the uh, the last trip because I'm pretty sure he had to do more underwear maintenance. Oh, you're kidding me. Um, on the, no, on the Saturday night, he was very very vocal in the wind department down below. So what, that vocal that you could hear him from your boat? He sort of gave the storm that hit us on Saturday night a run for its money. <laughs> so he, 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 was, he was on song, he was. So, so
3: it wasn't hard to... To socially distance for probably beyond one and a half meters
13: it was more uh prudent for my nose to uh yeah distance myself from that's
3: he was the so. one preaching to us and the church about the importance of undie management on on such trips to the point where beard put it together in a super smash hit pop song in case you missed it after day three um, i was a bit a little bit on the pong Went over the back to um, do nature's calling And realised that the, uh, the old undies were um, far from being able to recover So they may have got a sea draft
14: <laughs> You always need clean undies
3: You always need clean undies You always need clean undies Undies, 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 the old undies <laughs> <laughs> You ditched the undies Yeah, gone
6: How many undies do you take on a trip like this? Uh, I think I took
3: three or four
6: Always check the integrity of your undies before embarking on a five-day fishing
3: trip. Yeah, that's correct.
14: Always need clean undies.
3: Always make clean undies. Always make clean undies. Undies, undies, undies. The old undies. Always make clean undies. Yeah, going. Always make clean undies. we on the palms. Always need clean undies. Old undies, undies, undies. old undies. That's correct.
13: That's Latz's new theme song for his boat. Uh, we had VHF contact for most of it sort of thing and we were sort of helping each other out marking fish and and then he snuck up into his secret little spot and banged two bloody meteries. He talked about having a plan of attack when, you, when you're solo fishing. Um, after the dropping the third fish, I, I kind of realised that, yeah, I do need a plan of attack, you know. Um, but, yeah, it was it was a stonk of a trip. Good water, uh, good fish, a lot of beers and uh, got smashed on Saturday night by a storm.
3: So can you just run us through that technique that works for you and Lats now that a lot more people are targeting meteries by themselves?
13: It was, as soon as they get a hook up, it was uh, bimini down, boat left in gear, wind the other rod in, keep it short, and then hopefully if the fish is still on and I haven't been spooled, boat out of gear and then fight the fish.
3: You're really factoring the bimini down while you've got a metery on.
13: Yeah, don't leave the bimini up. I, I, I learnt that from probably the, the first fish I dropped. Uh, I'm trying to feed my rod through the, the bimini. But it's but, but how, kinds how, of chaos.
3: But how are you dropping the bimini whilst holding tension on a meterie?
13: I don't connect the whole bimini straps up, so it's just at the three, so ah. one at the front. Thank God my bimini hook is heavily corroded and comes out very quickly. <laughs> um, so. uh, one of the advantages
3: <laughs> of poor maintenance.
13: Yes, that's that's true. Yes, and uh, the fact that it drops really quickly um, was also a, a big factor for me. So uh, and then yeah, that, winding the other second line in, which I ended up giving that away because it was just too hectic having two lines out.
3: So this is a kind of redemption for you this trip, because you had a shocker of a build up with eight trips for, it was eight donuts at one at the worst, wasn't it?
13: Yeah, it was, yeah. It was my actually first donut at the daily for around one of the temps. And then I just snowballed on from there, like harbour trips everywhere I went. I sort of, I couldn't even catch a cold.
3: You wouldn't want to now, anyway. Oh, definitely,
13: <laughs> definitely not, <laughs> no. Sorry. Yeah, so I think I, mean, I got eight, dropped 14. I think that's caught uh, a million and dropped two. The smallest one was 88. It's, it went into the esky because I, I, one of the main reasons I went is to uh, get a feed of fish. And then the biggest one I got was 98. And uh, then we hit the reefs and um, got some snapper and some nice salmon and, and some cod and that. So it was yeah. a good trip. Around
3: Chambers Bay is the most we'll say about it, I'm guessing.
13: Yes. Took some nice screenshots. Of what I reckon was $1. twenty barrel coming through the mouth of Shady. It was bloody huge. And the amount of bay fish and that that was flowing through um, was, yeah, it was good to see.
3: What was the bite window and when was the bite window?
13: Wasn't your typical runoff bite window, I don't think, because we were looking at 40, 50 minute bite windows, uh, which varied obviously due to the, the, you know, the, the tide. Uh, this time they sort of bit in just one stage and that was it. Mainly the run in. It always seems to be the run in for the chambers, but it just varied with the colour of the water, the greener it sort of got, and um, the better the bite sort of thing.
3: You can see one of the other challenges of fishing solo uh, during a COVID 19 pandemic. Uh, at ABC Tales from the Tinney on Facebook, where Bulchi, in order to prove that he's got these fish, has had to photobomb his own pictures. Your big fat mug takes up more screen than the barramundi uh, in most of the pics, balchi
13: Yeah, no, I know. I couldn't work out how to do the bloody timer thing on the on the damn phone. and <laughs> I didn't want to be stuck around with that while having a fish on the deck. You know, it's all about you Know, catch and release sort of day-sized fish, you know, so that so they're nice and healthy and that. So, the only thing I could think of was just stick the phone out and ready, um, you know, photo try bomb and get yourself, a, a photo bomb yourself with, with Baz <laughs> sitting there in the, in the background. So, uh, I'm not as, I'm not as sophisticatedly uh, set up as Lats. He's probably got his coronavirus crosses on his deck where he puts his camera and yeah, he would, where he, he, he would, <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. you know, sticks up his little uh lighting for the best photo. Yeah, a little light board
3: at the back with the yeah, big umbrella. That's it.
13: I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> Every time I've taken a decent camera, I've never caught a fish, so it's kind of like a voodoo for me.
3: Great trip, mate, and thanks for sharing the details and uh, and how and some advice, some tips too on uh, on h- how to fish for metery solo if you haven't much before, and how to take the yeah. perfect snap of your own head.
13: <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Photo bombing bazers must be the new trend. Have a good Easter, mate. Thanks, Blake. Catch ya.
0: Red, fast, and presenting the Tales from the Tinny Fish Measuring Sticker. Some say it's the scientific standard for measuring length. Some say that it gives you a guaranteed 20% more luck in catching fish. Some say that these stats might be slightly exaggerated. Much like your fishing yards without a Tales from the Tinny Fish Measuring Sticker. Email fishing at abc.net.au or message the tinny on Facebook to get yours.
3: And particularly in these times, uh, the Sticker requests are coming in thick and fast as as people just like you are bored out of their brains and looking simply to praise the mullet and bless uh, their various possessions and toys. Be that the boat, or the back of the ute, or the beer fridge, or the esky, or the kids bedroom door, you can bless it all simply by spinning us a yarn, getting a tales in the tinny one twenty way 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 why 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 you butte Delilah go fast to our fish measuring sticker, and uttering praise be the mullet. As you apply
4: it. As Cam Bazinga has done, uh, who says, G'day, Tinny crew. Greetings from Vico (brackets sadness. Uh, however, brackets happiness. Great to hear your reports on Tales from the Tinny. He's had a trip up to Darwin and gone out with an old hockey mate mm. out of Leaders Creek and um, a couple of other blokes on the crew as well. Were crouching burger and Doctor Damage. Oh yes. yes, I think these are familiar, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, we we've, we've we, know, we know these two before. We
3: know Bazinga, uh, Hidden Burger, and Crouching Damage.
4: Yeah. So anyway, they say unfortunately on this day there were no birds <laughs> diving for baitfish, so it was all very quiet. Andy had set himself um, a goal to get some GT on light tackle, which yeah. he did. He was pretty stoked. Tiff reefies were on fire, and the popper was getting smashed over the reefs. Excellent, but failed to hook up, so that was a shame. One thing that he's noticed, though, was the absence on Andy's boat of a T F T Go Fast Red YYY Delilah sticker.
3: Well, this is one of his mates he
4: went fishing with. Yeah, right? yeah. So, so this is
3: not the burger or the hidden dragon, the tiger burger?
4: No, no. This, okay. this is his hockey mate. So he's said...
3: Not crouching burger, then?
4: No, not crouching burger. Okay. He's done the right thing, though, and he's noticed the lack of a sticker on his mate's boat. Uh, And as he says to us, this needs to be urgently addressed. Yes, it does. Yeah, okay, you can have a sticker.
3: So that's for Damaged Burger.
4: That's it. Not Damaged Burger. (laughs) You're all confused, Tim, and now I'm confused about the names. That's for Hidden Damage. That's for the hockey mate.
3: Yeah, Crouching
4: Burgers. Yeah, okay, sure. Great. Good. Yeah. Well, Senior Constable Sean Stanley is from the NT Water Police. And, uh, Sean, I hear on the grapevine that your Assistant Commissioner White... Uh, his daughter actually caught her first fish in a local waterway in this time of uh, social distancing. So socially
3: distanced fished, I'm sure he's practising all the right rules, Sean.
14: Yeah, well that's great, great to hear. It's, it's, um, it's a good way to spend time as a family at the moment, practising social distancing, being out in the, in the boat for sure.
3: And that is the challenge, Sean, that we've all got rules to follow, you've got rules to uh, enforce, I guess, but it doesn't mean you can't fish, does it?
14: No, definitely not. We, we, we just ask that fishers, uh, um, it, when they are out in the water, that they uh, they go out with their family members only. So it's, it's one boat per household. And uh, they practice uh, their social distancing by fishing with the immediate family and uh, not rafting up of a night time or something like that, you know. So just spending quality time with the family away fishing and, and self-isolating basically.
4: Talk us through your role and the role of NT Water Police uh, in the current environment. What are, you, what are you doing that's different?
14: Yeah, right. So we just got back from uh, a patrol for two or three days uh, to the Tiwi Islands. And um, we've been basically monitoring the Tiwi Highway just for people coming and going um, from uh, the Tiwi Islands, so Pearl and Gympie and New back to Darwin. Um, but, yeah, so for the last two or three days, everyone's been doing the right thing. We've only come across two vessels, um, yeah, and those vessels have been doing the right thing. They've just come up to come to grab groceries and stuff like that and then return to the island. So um, everything's going well.
3: And as a general rule around Darwin and Palmerston boat ramps and on the water, how, how have people been observing the, the, new, the new world order?
14: Yeah, really good. I, was, uh, I had my family out um, at Shady Camp uh, over the weekend, or on Saturday anyway. And uh, the, the boat ramp at Shady Camp was fairly busy. There was probably 65, 70 trailers in the car park, and um, it was fairly, yeah, it was the, the ramp was, was going really well. There's two pe- two boats launching at once, and then those two boats would pull out, and then another two would put in. Um, there was no mingling around boats or, or talking or anything like that. Everyone was just pretty quickly into their vessels, and away they went. And then, um, yeah, when we're down at the, the mouth, you know, normally when there's that many boats around, you see a lot of boats. That were uh, rafting up and and uh, and so and so what, but not this time. There was no boats rafting up. Um, everybody was just in the conga line, trolling and and uh, doing the right thing. So it was really pleasing to see. Uh,
4: what about the fish?
14: No, I only seen three fish landed for the day. <laughs> oh, no, it was it was really really hard going. So yeah. there was no fish, boys. Oh, mm.
4: even the fish are socially distancing,
14: <laughs> yeah, which is day. which is
3: not ideal. Although one of the challenges we have uncovered on the tinny already this week, boating a metery yourself. And then taking the photo of it.
14: Yeah, that's right. I think I think you might have to get another boat to actually take the photo for you, and then email the photo or, or text it through to you.
3: But as an overview, Sean, everyone's everyone's doing the right thing. You're pretty happy with the behaviour.
14: Oh yeah, most definitely. I think we're, we're we're fairly lucky that we can still, as a family, always go out and do our fishing at this point in time because I know, there's you know, southern states have absolutely banned fishing altogether and hunting. So. While well, we can do it and do it responsibly? Let's let's do it.
4: And with respect to your patrol of the Tiwis, I can't help but notice the past few days that that harbour's been glassy. Was were those conditions sort of the same as you go further wide?
14: Yeah, it wasn't too bad. The um, the southeasterlies uh, have been blowing over towards the Tiwis a bit. We we experienced I you know just a, a meter seas and a meter swell, so it wasn't glass, but. In the straight it was, but yeah, sort of out the front, halfway over the tees, it was, it was about yeah, meter seas, meter swell.
4: You're laughing, Tim, I can see, but oh, man, you, you've got to get the intel while you've well, got the, the, the experts I, on the line.
3: I, I think between the three of us, we've done a bloody good job here, Sean. You've got the message out to Fishos, do the right bloody thing or they're going to ban fishing. Meanwhile, we've got some intel on shady and even the glass-off conditions in and around <laughs> the harbour all the way to the Tiwis. And you'll be pleased to know we've summarised all the key points in a simple dot-point format that every member of the congregation can understand.
14: No worries, guys. Take
2: it easy, eh? In case you missed the memo, or have been bottom bouncing at the trench for the last eight weeks, members of the Tinny Church are now hereby advised... To fish alone.
5: You are a great person and will love your own company.
1: To fish with someone who lives with you.
5: They've proven they can tolerate you.
1: To maintain social distancing. You
5: stink. Have you noticed?
1: To not congregate with other land-based anglers.
5: No one likes a congregating land-based angler.
1: To not get in a boat with people you do not live with.
5: Who knows where their tackle has been.
1: To not wet a line if you are sick or under quarantine.
5: Seriously, are you a complete f-ing idiot?
3: Written and authorised by Tales from the Tinny
4: footnote not written and authorised by NT Police Fire and Emergency Services. In any manner whatsoever including implicit explicit on the back of a coaster from one of those places we used to call the pub on you may shave an eyebrows at a Bucks party or via some socially distanced agreement involving pigeons flying in written scripts between Tinny and Police HQ. Is that clear enough Tim? We got two metres that day in an 85. Yeah she was on.
5: Well let's just call her Tin Arse. She just comes along and just pulls this stonker. Beautiful silver bar. It's a secret. Tales from the Tinny.
3: Now, Andy, for those long-term listeners of the tinny, they're going to be over this because it's Easter and I think they know uh, what's coming. Oh, no. Really? You know, don't you? Again, yeah. Yeah, it's that guy. It's that guy. And it is tradition now. Are we okay to trot him out again?
4: Yeah, I think so. We're probably obliged to do that. It I think it, it I think is, it is a, an so obligation. I'm, yeah. I'm still a bit scared, though, to be honest with you. From last year when we played it on breakfast radio with Joe. Oh, and that was dumb. Remember that? I sort that of that was really dumb. Just forgot how, uh, let's say, annoying and maybe not breakfast radio. The bunny is and
3: he's not for he's not for breakfast radio. How about this then? We edit it out for the radio. So if you're listening Friday afternoon or Saturday morning on ABC Radio Darwin, g'day, Happy Easter. Uh, you can download the podcast via iTunes or the ABC Listen app to hear just how foul-mouthed the bunny is. Uh, If you're in a COVID-19-induced alcoholic haze or comatosed on the floor in the fetal position, suffering cabin fever, for example, and you don't know what, how, where, or why you're listening, you're going to find out now. Because if you hear the whole of Bad Mouth Bunny, that means uh, you're listening to the podcast. If you hear the stunning and dramatic conclusion, you've somehow, in your comatose cabin fever haze, pressed, subscribed, and downloaded the podcast. If you don't, then it's the radio on in the background as you drool on yourself in the
4: corner of the room. So you're saying you're going to play an edited version on the radio?
3: Correct. And if you want the full version, download the podcast. Is that clear? Yeah. Yeah, Are you okay with that?
4: Yeah, I'm fine with that. So without any further ado, Tim, here he is. Backed by popular demand. Popular? No, actually, back by our demand. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for the bad mouth bunny.
1: (laughs) ABC management wishes to advise that the following Tales from the Tinny segment contains frequent coarse language, lurid content of a sexual nature, intolerant views coupled with the threats of violence and contraventions of the ABC's OH&S policies. Parents who do not want their young children exposed to this material may wish to remove them out of earshot for the next three to four minutes. Conversely, any adults who harbour latent sentimental affection for the commercial construct perpetuated by confectionery companies known as the Easter Bunny may also wish to leave the listening environment. Otherwise, their childish, innocent perceptions of the cute, fluffy, friendly giver of treats is about to be irrevocably torn asunder. We now return you to your usual irregular programming.
0: Thank you for your attention. Welcome aboard the tinny, Bunny. Good to have you on the
3: show. <laughs> well, I'm sure it is. <laughs> You're a renowned seasoned specialist doing your best work at Easter, Bunny. A busy time, no doubt. Too
0: f***ing right. <clears throat> I'm flat out like a one-armed fiddler with a dose of crabs and getting busier every year. Used to be I'd pack up on the Tuesday and pretty much get on the squirt, scratch me nuts and do f- call else right through until next April. Now, though, as soon as the c***s are putting away the f***ing tinsel, they start trotting out the Easter gear, and then the bloody phone doesn't stop ringing. Bunny, can you do an in-store appearance at Westfield? West f***ing what what? Bunny, we've got a TV campaign to do. Can you fly a helicopter? Bunny, mate, Kerry O'Brien's on the phone. What's your opinion on the latest peace initiative on the f***ing gaza strip it sucks fair dinkum took this gig on as a nice little part-time earner, you know bit of beer money now i'm pretty much on the job for six months without any corresponding increase in the coin mind yeah yeah (laughs) but 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 but,
3: but bunny the joy the excitement the gratitude of the little kitties must be immensely rewarding
0: the cute little kitties you've got to be joking used to be the little bastards were happy as a pig and poop if you slung them a hard-boiled egg with a splash of watercolor slapped on the shell nowadays Fat, greedy little turds demand kilos of top-shelf imported Swiss and Belgian chocolate. Some of the little pricks even hit me up for f***ing iPhones, ripsticks and PS3s. Who do they think I am? F-ing Santa Claus? So, uh, do you have any kids, Bunny? Oh yeah, thousands. And that's the one I put my hands up to. <laughs> the number of poor little daddyless bastard bunnies bouncing around out there with a striking resemblance to yours truly would set your f- and abacus are clicking I'll tell you. Go at it like, well, a rabbit I do. <laughs> oh.
6: Uh, uh, look, uh, <sighs> sorry, Bunny, but uh, we're not allowed to smoke in ABC Studios, mate.
0: True! Well, this is the way it goes, boys. Pay attention now. Bunny no smoky durry, bunny no talky to tinny tosses. Clear enough? Um.
9: Uh. Yeah, Tim, uh, get up on the desk
6: and uh, <laughs> put some gaffer tape on the on the smokers. <laughs> <right>?
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thought you might see it my way, fellas. Oi! You just about need me in the lug. you f***ing pillock. These ears are me f- trademark, you clown. Sorry, 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 Bunny. For two and a half million bucks, they are bigger policy than on Angelina Jolie's lips.
3: (laughs) Bunny, there's been some opposition to your involvement in Easter as a whole of late that you're yesterday's mascot. Ah. That that must hurt, Bunny.
0: You're talking about that and Bilby, timid little rat nose jumped up jog poacher, if people think the bunny's just gonna roll over and sneak off with his cute little fluffy tail between his legs into feet just because the bilbies are native, they've got another thing coming. Just watch me go native kicking his little furry ass all over the indigenous landscape. If I could find the little c- I'd rip his whiskers out, roll them into a wick, light him, and stick him fair off his ass. But you never see the prick except in lefty, greeny, tree-hugging, f***ing newspaper ads. Afraid of his own shadow, I hear. How's he gonna do the job if he's afraid of anything more aggressive than a witchetty grub? Kids these days are terrorists, psychopaths, especially in filled up on chocolate, I shit you not. This is no job for the faint-hearted, my friend. And by definition, no job for a Dilby f***ing Bilby. I'd like to see him out on the f***ing job.
1: Bloody hell, Tim. Good lord. I think he's dead. Maybe we should give him mouth to mouth. Are you kidding? Did you smell his breath? Should I call a doctor? Or maybe a vet? Yeah. Maybe. Fantastic scoop for the tinny, though. Got his last interview.
8: Tales from the tinny. <laughs> <laughs> On ABC local radio. Across the territory.
3: Well, wasn't that fun? You heard the whole thing. Congratulations for accidentally downloading Tales from the Tinny, the podcast. See, it's worth it, isn't it? <laughs> you did it while you were drunk and couldn't even remember it happening.
4: Well, that's about it for us from the couch this week, fishos. Thanks to Steve, the marlin bottom bouncer, Haggis, for laying down some soothing words in trying times. Thanks to Waddy, Captain Glenn Watt. Thanks also to the Sean Stanley, the Mouth bunny, of course,
3: uh, who came to life and then got killed off again to Melita McKinnon for putting up with Beard's continued experimentation with microphones on fishing rods. I
6: wonder if she can cast this thing. One, two,
3: three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe not. And yeah, see, health and safety not relevant. Not relevant. Even
4: wrecking ABC kit. And the final word of thanks has to go to Dwayne and Hannah on Groot Island whose general gusto for the territory fishing life, well, it's something to both applaud and Bloody well envy.
12: We're just about out of um, nummus now. i have finished the numbers and
10: Yeah.
12: You yeah, ate on, it all. So.
10: All the wasabi's gone. And
12: last mouthful of cider.
10: Oh, yeah. So thanks for listening, guys, if anyone's still listening.
12: All right. Peace out.
10: Peace out. Get
12: a mullet up, yeah.
10: Get a mullet up, ya.
3: music for real this is awesome i don't think we need to add anything no nicer goodbye from hannah and Dwayne as you're ever going to get life is good fishos. just remember that stay safe stay well stay distance do the right thing maybe have a wonderful easter don't kill each other or the easter bunny Catch you next week on Tales from the Tinny. It's going on and on, Andy. Any final words from you?
4: I'm thinking next week's show we wear some hula skirts. This is beautiful. Here on the couch. Sounds lovely, sweetheart. It's making me tired.
3: Oh, get the fan back on. Good idea. Mm. Really took it out of me this week. Mm.
5: Mm. 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 Mm.